Hi guys! So I just wanted to start off this podcast episode by saying that I'm so sorry for not being consistent with my posting with this podcast. I promise from this point on I am going to make it a goal of mine to just be very consistent. I wasn't consistent because I had like a month of where I just needed like a whole, just a break from life, you know? I feel like sometimes like healing is very up and down, you know, and I just feel like I needed time away, time away from social media, time away from working, time away from just so many things. I feel like my mental health was not in the best place and I feel like it was just a lot for me, but I am back now and I thought that since I was in a bad place mentally, I feel like this episode specifically, I want to talk about inner healing because I feel like a lot of the times inner healing is so mis... For me specifically, I feel like I've always heard different things about it, but I feel like it's always like misconstrued, I think is the word I'm looking for, misconstructed. Um, I just feel like sometimes people just think like, oh, after like a while of you healing, you're just supposed to be better and then you're going to be on this better track and then like, you know, there you won't have another low. But I feel like that's not true because, I don't know, I've just come to realize that healing, inner healing is not, like healing in general is not linear, you know? It's not like this straight line where it's just like, oh, you get better, like you're at a bad point and then you get really good. I've learned that it just goes up and down. There's a lot of times where there's days where I feel, and sometimes it even happens like for me, like in a matter of a month, like it's not even like, oh, like I'll go during this time where I'm doing really, really, really bad or really, really, really good and then vice versa. For me, sometimes it's literally like, There's always certain days within the same month itself where I feel very, very good about myself or there's other times where I feel like absolute shit, if I'm being honest, and I just don't want to do anything. I don't want to go out. I don't want to talk to anyone. I just want to isolate myself and I feel like, you know, like really bad. But that's the thing is that sometimes I think like whenever I'm doing bad, I don't know why I get this like miscon- Oh, shoot sorry about that it was my alarm but I'm trying really hard for these episodes to not like cut them because I used to do for the first two episodes I would do like different cuts um but I really want to stop doing cuts so it can be like more organic and it's like one full thing all in one so you can actually feel like you're just talking to me and it's like a FaceTime call kind of um But like I was saying, I just feel like sometimes I think to myself, whenever I'm at a low, personally for me in my mind, I think like, fuck, like I'm going back to like my depression, like I'm going back to like, like I just feel like I'm like declining, if that makes sense. Like obviously I'm declining mentally when I'm in that headspace, but I feel like I'm retracting from my healing process if that makes sense you know like whenever I'm at a low I'm like damn am I even healing like am I even getting better like if I'm feeling this low again and then it just makes me feel so like low because I'm just like damn like I did all this work just to feel this low again like am I even healing overall like and and it just makes me feel so confused because I'm just like you know I just I just hope you know what I'm I'm trying to say. But 
for this episode specifically, like I said, I wanted to talk about healing overall because I've been on a healing journey for so freaking long. Not even just like a couple years ago, like when I went through a breakup and like from that point, but I think just from like growing up in general and going through like childhood trauma and like overall, I feel like everyone heals from like the time that they're like born and they go through so much shit and like to the time now, I feel like it's always been a healing process, you know? Um, but obviously like when I say like a couple years ago, I mean that like it's a healing process because a couple years ago is when I became self-aware that like, oh shit, maybe I'm the problem, you know, maybe I need some self evaluation and maybe I need to realize that there's some aspects or there's some things about myself that aren't, you know, the best or aren't very healthy or there's ways that I cope that are very unhealthy and I need to change them about myself. So when I talk about my healing process that started like a couple years ago, I mean in the sense that like, you know, I'm, how do I explain this? I mean in the sense that that's when I became super self-aware, which is in my our first episode. If you heard my first episode, it's when I did shrooms. And I think that's when I became like, I think that's when my mind opened up to like seeing things from like a bigger aspect instead of just being consumed within my ego and just always like thinking about myself or being super like in this masculine energy where I'm just like it's me against the world and you know what I mean okay let's let's actually start this episode though because I'm just ranting at this point and I actually want to get to different topics that I want to talk about so okay so first this episode is going to be about inner healing and about how healing is not linear and how inner healing looks different on everyone so I want to start with that topic specifically because for the longest time, I would always look to other creators, like, you know, influencers, or like I would like look up people and see like how they would heal. And I would see that some people would get so much better and they would never have these lows or that their lows would be like spread out within like a couple months. And I would just be like, I don't understand why, why I feel so different from everyone else. And then I came to the realization that inner healing looks different on everyone. And I came to the real, also the realization that you can't compare your healing process to anyone else's because you didn't go through the same shit that everyone else went through. You know, your story and your trauma and everything that you went through could be so much more traumatic or so much and not even more traumatic because I feel like I feel like no one's okay. How do I explain this without like saying it in a bad way? I feel like no one's trauma is more worse than anyone else's because, okay, like, let's say a traumatic event for me, in my head, it could have been like the worst thing in the world. But like a traumatic event for someone else could have been like, not as traumatizing. So I feel like it never really accounts to like, oh, is my trauma more than someone else's? Because at the same time, it's always just a matter of perspective. You know what I mean? So Okay, but going back to what I was saying, inner healing just looks different on everyone because everyone has different trauma. Everyone has different and and different trauma affects everyone differently. 
so it's just like you can't really compare yourself to anyone else because it just wouldn't make sense. And I feel like that was so hard for me to understand because for so long, I I just would always compare myself to other people and I would just always compare my depression to other people and I would always just be like, how do I get so good? And then I get so, like, how do I have these such highs? And like, for me specifically, I just feel like sometimes I, I get... Like there's these, whenever I'm like, I have a high in my life where I'm just, I feel so good. I feel empowered. I feel like I'm on top of the world. I'm going to the gym. I'm taking care of myself. Self-care is like at a thousand, um, like financial stuff, like financially I'm doing good. Like every aspect in my life, like is doing amazing. And then I hit these super low lows that it feels like the end of the world for me. It feels like I'm just stuck in this like cycle and my mind just thinks so much negativity and I just feel like I'm never going to get better. And it's just like, I, I just want, like, it's so hard for me to grasp how I have such highs and such lows without thinking that I'm not healing in the process. And I think that's the main thing that I want to talk about is that just because you have low lows doesn't mean that you're not healing. If anything, the fact that you do have lows shows that you are healing because the when you are at a low and then you go to a high afterwards, it shows that you grew within that situation itself, you know? Like for example, me I just went through a month where I was very depressed. I was always in my room, literally stuck in my room for a month, barely got out of bed, um, wasn't working at all. I was mentally just not there whatsoever. I felt like I was dissociating half of the time. I was crying a lot. It was just not a good time for me. And during that time, my mental, in my mind, I just felt like this is never going to end. Like it's never going to get better. And I just, it was just so much negativity up there. But then now that I'm like doing way better and I feel so good and I feel like I'm at a better place now than I was during that month, I look back to that month and I'm like, wow, like whenever you're in a low, it's just crazy how your mind plays tricks on you and makes you feel like it's just never going to end. And I don't know. I try to think about it a lot and I try to, I'm trying so hard. I think this last year with, for me was a lot of healing. And I feel like this year is still a lot of healing. I feel like healing is never ending, but I feel like it gets better within time. But I think mainly for me, I'm just becoming more self-aware within each healing stage. You know, like within each low I have, I feel like I'm learning something new. And that's why I'm saying that healing looks different on everyone because everyone heals differently and different things that may help one person heal may not help the other person heal. So for example, therapy. Therapy is a huge one. I've heard so many like pros and cons to therapy. I've heard some people that love therapy and it's helped them so much and they've like met this therapist that they vibe with completely and it's the best thing in the world for them. 
Whereas I've heard other people who tell me therapy's whack. I've went to it and it just doesn't help. Like I didn't vibe with the therapist or I went to multiple therapists and I just, I feel like I'm too self-aware and I feel like they don't understand where I'm coming from. And it's just like completely different perspectives, which is why I say everything is so perspective-based that you can't compare yourself to someone else. And I keep on saying this over and over again, not only for you guys, but for myself, because I feel like I compare myself to so many people when it comes to healing. And I'm just like, I just don't get why I do it so much like comparing and I feel like I'm trying so hard not to compare my healing journey to anyone else and this is why also this episode is perfect not only for you guys but for myself because healing just looks so different on everyone like for another example I love reading self-help books self-help books for me are the key to obviously not the key completely but it's like a small key to understanding the logic behind healing and understanding the logic behind helping yourself mentally. And I just feel like it's the goldmine of it. And for me, I can rave about self-help books all day, all day. But then, whereas I have a friend who I've recommended so many self-help books to her, and like she's told me she's like them, but then she's like, "Mm, I just don't know if it's like, the kind of books like I really, really like, you know, and she's not really a books person in general. So I understand it. But for me, it's like a completely different story, which is why it's like, don't compare yourself to anyone, whether it's healing, whether it's looks, whether it's anything in general, because everyone's just so different, just completely different. But as we're on the topic, since we're already on the topic about self-help books, I'm going to recommend you guys one because I have a list of self-help books that I love. So if you want to know more about self-help books or what my recommendations are, let me know on in my TikTok comments and I'll be sure to recommend you guys more. But one specifically that I've been reading lately is that the universe always has a plan. And I love this book so much because it just it's just amazing at how whenever I read books, I feel like it's like a message from the universe talking to me because it's always so relevant to what's going on in my life. But something specifically that I wanted to quote from this book is on page 46, if you're wondering. It says, once you are proud to be the person every single moment in time helped you become, there's only gratitude to be offered. And this quote alone... (laughs) This quote alone made me feel some type of way because, like I said before, I always overthink to myself, like, am I even healing? Like, you know, like, I I feel like I'm not healing. I feel like, yes, even though I'm better than I was before, I always reach these lows again. And when you truly think about it, don't compare yourself to, like, the last low or like the fact that you were at a really good high compare yourself to every single version of yourself that's been through some deep shit you know like compare yourself to every version of yourself that has went through something and came out of it you know every low you have compare yourself 
compare yourself to every low that you have, every low that you had a year ago, two years ago, three years ago, instead of just looking at it from like, oh, I'm at a low again, I must have not healed at all. No, think of it like, oh, I'm at a low again. Oh, well, look at all the other lows that I've you know, conquered. I This low won't even be nothing to me because I've conquered so many other lows before that this low is just one of many, you know? Like, I guess that's the way that I'm trying to see it now versus just always thinking, like, I'm not healing. But in reality, you're healing more than you think you are. The fact that, and that quote in general just makes me realize too that you have to be proud of the person that you were, that you are now because I guarantee you that you're not the same person that you were a year ago. And even if it's not a ver, even if your current version of you is not the version that you want to be overall, like, you know, it's not like your goal to be this current version of you, but this current version of you is already better than a past version of you. So that alone is already an accomplishment within itself. Okay, so one last little topic that I wanted to touch on with overall healing and how healing looks different on everyone, all this stuff, is that comparison, and this is something that I kind of touched on, but not really into in depth how I'm about to, but comparison is truly the thief of joy. And this is something that I've personally have struggled with is that I would always compare myself to a lot of people. Growing up in my teen years, this was at an all-time like bad thing for me. But I think now I'm starting to realize that everyone is just so different and every everything is just perspective-based that it honestly doesn't even make logical sense to compare yourself to someone else, whether it's looks because, you know, everyone's uniquely themselves and you're beautiful in your own way, or whether it's healing because, at, you know, everyone has their own trauma and they heal differently and everything is just perspective-based. So it's honestly, when you truly, truly dissect it and think about it, it doesn't even make sense to compare yourself to someone else because everything's just perspective-based. But for me specifically, something that helped me when I was healing, and I know that this is something that a lot of people say, but I truly put it into... I put it to the test when I was going through this whole month of like not feeling good and, you know, not in my best mental health space is that less time on social media helped me so much. And I know some people are like, oh, yeah, I know, I know. But no, truly, like less time on social media will do so much for you. During that whole month when I was going through a lot mentally, I feel like. I, I honestly didn't post on anything on social media for like a whole month. I didn't even go on TikTok. I went like a couple times here and there, but truly I just like sat with myself. I read, I would j- just lay in bed and like sit in my sorrow basically. But like it was, I didn't touch social media at all. And I feel like personally it did help me to not see what everyone else is doing and seeing that everyone else is not in the same place that I am. You know, sometimes you go on social media and usually most of the time, I feel like it's better now than it was before because I feel like before, 
especially with Instagram, everyone would just always show their happy side and the luxury and the materialism and like all these happy things that they have in life. And you would just compare yourself so much more. But now in today's society, I feel like TikTok is the reason why it's so big is because it's so relatable. You know, people get famous on TikTok because so many people are so relatable now that you know, you go on TikTok and you feel so heard and seen by these random people that you're scrolling through on your For You page because you're like, oh my gosh, they're normal. They're just like me, which is why I feel like it's gotten so much better. But still, within that same sense, there's still that idea that it's like comparison. And that within itself was a lot for me because going on social media when you're in a dark place and seeing that everyone else has like let's say living a better life than you or they're in a happier place than you it it, it honestly puts you in a more negative headspace at least for me it does because it's like fuck why what is everyone else doing that I'm not doing you know why is everyone else in a happier place and I'm not in a happier place why does this person you know, it just makes you, for me, it it declines my mental health more than it helps it. So that's why I honestly recommend if you're in a negative place to literally delete your social media so that you don't even feel the urge to go on it. Because the sometimes you just get the urge to just scroll and just mindlessly look at these videos that are doing nothing for you. And instead of focusing on everyone else, take time to focus more like take time to focus on yourself more but in the sense that like for now now after I went through this whole month of feeling this way now I put I already did before but now I'm actually like sticking to it but I put a timer on my um I think it's like the time limit thing where you can put it on your phone so that after you've been on an app for a certain amount of time, it kind of like blacks it out. And then it tells you like, okay, you've been on this app for like more than an hour, like get off of it now. Um, So I put this thing on my TikTok, so that whenever this goes up, even if I am posting on TikTok consistently every single day, I just post and then I log out and then I just leave it alone. And I don't mindlessly scroll now because I feel like when I was doing this, it was affecting my mental health so much. And I would just mindlessly scroll and then I would catch myself two hours into mindlessly scrolling and being like, this did nothing for me. Like this didn't improve my mental health. This didn't make me feel better. This didn't, because when you're scrolling on these, let's get into this. When you're scrolling on TikTok, I don't think people realize the amount of emotions that you go through while you're scrolling on TikTok. Like, let's say one video is talking about, could be, and also, it also depends on what your For You page looks like. But then again, it really doesn't because regardless, I feel like this is everyone. But if you can relate to this, like, you know, take what you can relate to. If it doesn't, if you can't relate to it, then whatever. But I feel like sometimes when you're scrolling on TikTok, it's like one video is like super sad and then you feel really, really sad 
And then another video is like super happy and then you feel happy again. And then another video is like a nervous video that makes you nervous and then you feel nervous. And then another video is something that makes you feel super anxious and you're like, oh my God. And then another video is something like the anxious video could be like human trafficking and someone randomly talking about human trafficking. And you're like, oh my God, this is like making me anxious about the world and making me nervous. Oh, but then the next video is about, oh, cute puppy. And then it just makes you feel happy again. And then another video is talking about the Grammys and something that happened at the Grammys. And then, you know what I mean? Like it's so much, I don't think you guys understand. And I didn't really understand until I truly dissected it. And I was like, the amount of emotions that we go through when we scroll on TikTok is intense. It's very, very intense. I can go from feeling anxious to sad to happy in the matter of like five, 10 scrolls. And it's scary that it does this. And I feel like people don't really realize this because it's just mindlessly scrolling because you just get the fixation that, oh, it's just so fast. And you just look at a video, oh, on to the next one. So this within itself, I realized that it's it was a lot for me. And honestly, it just it just makes me realize that it's not something that I want to partake in. So I have put that time limit on my TikTok. And if you if you feel the same way and you relate to that where you completely agree that it you feel multiple emotions within such a short time frame. And imagine what that's only doing to your subconscious and your mind. And imagine what it's doing. It just, your mental health, it, it probably isn't helping it in any way. So personally, I put the time limit and I try to stick to it now. And I try to not ignore the time limit because sometimes I would do that and I would just ignore it. But now I'm honestly making a pri it a priority for me to not override it and to honestly just go on TikTok for an hour or two a day and after that to just leave it alone and to just do other things that are going to help your mental health instead of just mindlessly scroll like read a book journal take a walk binge watch your shows but like binge watch a show but mindlessly scrolling all right maybe binge watch so let me take that back let me maybe binge watching a show might not be like the best thing either but low-key it's better than mindlessly scrolling on tiktok and going through these like emotions if that makes sense also something that i wanted to add in there since we were already on the topic about comparison social media and how i personally don't think social media is really good for your mental health in the sense of like being on social media all the time is that that's the reason why I don't have Instagram. I don't have Instagram because a couple years ago, I deleted it after I graduated high school, I believe, because that was just a time where I was going through puberty. I was going through a lot. I just finished high school and I just, I didn't want to see the people I went to high school with anymore. Like I didn't want to follow up with them. I didn't want to see what they were doing with their lives. Like I just wanted to kind of isolate myself and like disappear from the world kind of, but not, not like in a, like, you know, suicidal way, but I just mean like disappear from the world. Like I just wanted to go MIA on like everyone from high school. Like I didn't want to keep up with everyone, you know? <sighs> um, I had to, you know, clarify that because y'all were going to be like, oh my God. But you know, no, that's not what I meant specifically in this situation. But um, so yeah, so I would always compare myself and that's why Prior to me deleting my Instagram, when I tell you Instagram had a chokehold on me, 
it literally had a chokehold on me because prior to TikTok, Instagram was the app. You would post on Instagram. You would, if you didn't get likes or comments, like it would be like a big thing. Like you, well, okay. Maybe I'm not talking for everyone, but this was just me. I was obsessed with Instagram and I was obsessed with like posting on it, obsessed with like seeing how many likes I got, see how many comments I got. I would fixate on like whenever I would take photos, my friends and me, we would like take photos um, and have like little mini photos, not really photo shoots, but just like, you know, like take a bunch of photos and with uh, like of each other. And whenever we would take photos, after we would take them, I would mindlessly, like for hours, when I tell you hours, I would for hours go through each photo, see which one I liked, nitpick at each photo to see, oh, I don't like the way my hair looked in this one. Oh, I don't like the way I'm posing in this one. Mm, I don't like the way my body looks in this one. Oh no, I don't like this one because of this, because of that. And I would just nitpick myself. And I didn't really realize it until the end of my like when I graduated I was just like this isn't healthy for me like this isn't something that is helping my mental health like this is just something that's pushing me down when it comes to self-love this is something that for me personally I I realized in that moment when I deleted the app, I was like, this isn't good for me and I don't want to do it anymore. You know, I don't want to have this app where I feel like I'm constantly comparing myself to other girls, where I'm constantly looking at other girls. That was another thing I would do. I would look at other girls like Instagrams and I would just be like, wow, she's so beautiful. Wow, she's so pretty. Oh my God, she's so photo aesthetic. Why can't my Instagram look like that? Why can't I be photo aesthetic like that? Like, uh, like, you know, and I would just always compare. That's why I'm saying like comparison would just have such a chokehold on me when it came to Instagram and social media prior, because back then social media was not how it is now. Social media back then was so much more just everyone would just show the good side of life instead of showing the rawness, instead of showing the low times that they go through, instead of showing how people on TikTok show themselves and it's more relatable. So that's the reason why also, if you're wondering, maybe you're not wondering, but that's the reason why I don't have Instagram is because I deleted it after high school and I haven't felt the need. And honestly, when I tell you I deleted it, I've never felt so liberated and so relieved and so free in my life because it was taking so much of my energy to just always be posting pictures and always feel like I needed to look perfect in these photos. And it just gave me so much relief. So if that's the way that you still feel about Instagram, I feel like it's different on Instagram now because people are more relatable. People post like photo dumps and it's not really as it was before. But if that's how you feel about Instagram still, definitely you need to look into that so that you can take some time away from it because it's not good for your mental health and self-love and all of that stuff. But I am in the process of getting an Instagram again because I feel like now Instagram is definitely different than it was before when it comes to like the likes like you can't see how many likes you have or like it doesn't show you like the amount of people who liked it or when it comes to like people being more relatable on Instagram so I definitely will create an Instagram I don't know when or I don't know when I will begin that but it is in the works just so you know 
but I definitely love TikTok and love how relatable it is. And yeah, if you're experiencing experiencing mental health issues, just know that social media is definitely not something that's going to improve it. And if you're going through a tough time mentally, I highly recommend to delete the app so that you don't even feel the fixation to go scroll through your phone because you're like, oh, I have the app. Nope, just delete it in general because then you won't even feel like doing it anymore. And just take some time to yourself, you know? I just want to wrap up this episode with saying that healing, back to my original point of this whole episode, is that healing is so different on everyone. Healing is not linear. Healing is a roller coaster. It has its ups and downs. After an up, you're going to have a down probably. And if you have a down, you're probably, you're guaranteed you're going to have an up again. And it just goes in a roller coaster and you should never compare your healing journey to anyone else's and just realize that you are healing. Despite that you have a low, I promise you, you're healing more than you think you are. And at the end of the day, you just have to realize that even if you do have a low, look at all the other lows that you've had prior to that one because you've obviously had lows in the past. So look at all the other lows that you've came out of as a better person, came out of stronger, came out of it just with a different mindset. So just think about that. Whenever I'm at a low now, especially after this past low that I've had and I'm becoming more self-aware and I feel like I learned a lot from that low, Every every time now from now on that I'm at a low, I'm just going to think, you know what, Melissa, just think about the fact that you're going to be at a high soon after this because, I mean, you you can't, after a low, you can't get any lower than that, right? There's going to be a high. So that's the only thing that keeps me sane after having a low. Oh, and also, you don't even have to think of it as a low and high. That was another thing that I wanted to add in here is that you know how I'm talking about highs and lows Sometimes you don't even have to think about a low because let's say you're at a high, right? Like right now I'm at a really good high, but let's say after this, I experience a moment that feels like a low. It doesn't have to feel like a low if I'm viewing it from the perspective that it's just another moment that's going to teach me whether it's a lesson, whether it's going to teach me to be stronger, whether it's going to make me stronger. You don't have to see it as a low. You can just see it as a time of healing. You can see it as a time of giving yourself a break or like, you know, you can see it as a time that the universe is forcing you to do some inner healing. Instead of seeing it as a low, you can see it as this way, which is why I'm saying perspective is everything. Because if you see your lows in this mindset, I feel like you feel so much better about you being at a low and you'll be, you'll just see it so much better. You know what I'm saying? So I hope this whole episode made sense. I was trying to make it seamless so that I didn't have to make any cuts in it. But I hope overall you understood the message and I love you guys so much and I'm so happy to be back and I can't wait to post every single week a new episode. If you have any recommendations or if you have any ideas or topics that you want me to talk about specifically, 
let me know in my TikTok comments and I'll be sure to talk about it. But that's it for this episode. I love you guys. Bye.